0: You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. We can all use a little encouragement in our running lives, and our next guest on Running Around Charlotte has some for you. Aaron Beaver is an ultra runner who created the Suffer Club. That's with an F, not a P for those of you who like to eat at Suffer Clubs. Um, The Suffer Club on three points, encouragement, accountability, and consistency. He's here to encourage us now with his story. Aaron, welcome.
1: Oh, man. Thank you so much. I'm very, very excited to uh, have this conversation today for sure.
0: I was kind of hoping that was a typo and that we would have a supper club. I don't know. For those <laughs> of you who are younger and don't know what a supper club is, it's, you know, kind of this private dining room anyway.
1: Yeah. She can do away with all of that, but
0: how'd you get yeah. into running and, and were you always a runner? I mean, young no. in high school.
1: Yeah. So um was not uh, a big fitness guy um, up until about age 26. I was 200 uh, plus pounds, actually 200 and, 12 pounds and a friend of mine got me into mountain biking and that's where I started. Um, and I lost 60 pounds in the first year. Uh, it was just, I was addicted to it. I rode all the time. And, uh, the Suffer Club came from a bike ride where you ride from, uh, you ride up Mount Mitchell. And if you know anything about it, it's about 5,000 feet of elevation and roughly 20 miles. So it's a pretty intense ride and about halfway up, Uh, I'm miserable. I'm complaining. Everything in my body is hurting. I probably have only been riding six months. So it's a very strenuous ride for a a newbie. And my friend just looks over and he's like, dude, you are just going to have to suffer on. And it was where it kind of birthed this idea of uh, a community. It it does come from the supper club. Uh, Me and my wife were uh, in multiple supper clubs. And when you're doing life with people, uh, you know, life sometimes is hard, right? But it's great to have a supper club where you can get encouragement and get community that will keep you digging. And the same way with the supper club, it's it's really about encouraging. It's really figuring out, hey, I can push farther. I can go farther. I can climb up Mount Mitchell uh, with somebody beside me. Um, I'm probably going to give up on myself, but I'm definitely not going to give up if the person beside me is not giving up. It's It's just something that happens. So for me... Uh, that's where it started, but I was not a runner. Um, I was not a runner until, uh, July, August of 2016. I had a very bad bike wreck and, um, it was, I was riding to a a ride on Saturday morning and the front fork that holds your front tire on your bike, uh, shattered. And I had, a uh, a collision that ended me up in the hospital. I broke uh, um, most of the bones on the right side of my face fractured my T6 and T7 vertebrae. I'm three-quarters of an inch shorter than I was, and uh, that's when I started running. Um, I just rode from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina to the Florida-Georgia line on my bicycle. bicycles, 410 miles. And the guys that I did it with, they were ultra runners. And so these guys were in shorts with no bibs, uh, on flat pedal shoes, no clip-ins, Um, I would have to fuss at them to wear their helmets because they were just, they were not cyclists. They were runners. And after that, uh, when I had my injury, those were the guys that just encouraged me. Those were the guys that came to my house and I was wearing this turtle shell like vest because I, you know, uh, I was going to have to have surgery and they would just walk with me around the neighborhood at week three, week four, at week five, they got me to walk three miles at week six, they got me to run three miles, um, and that was, like, at a 13-minute pace. At week um, seven and eight, at week eight, I ran five miles. And this is with a fractured T6 and T7 vertebrae, and um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty religious guy. So, I, like, what happened to me and, like, how fast I bounced back is um, it, extremely incredible. Um, I was supposed to have surgery. I didn't have surgery. Um, And that's when I started running. And up until that point, I had never ran uh, in my entire life. Um, I maybe had run like a mile, but it was just I hated it. And it was really the community that was there for me to help me get back on the bike. And uh, that's when I started running and I signed up for the Whitewater Center 50k just kind of like cold turkey. (laughs) And it was it was brutal. (laughs) So that's that's the kind of the, the setup of it. Yeah.
0: Man, I I love a good redemption story, and if, if you want to use this platform to share a little bit about your faith, I w- I would love to hear it.
1: Yeah, it's you know, I mean, um, so I'm a pastor's son, and I grew up uh, just very strong in my faith, and um, you know, a lot of what I do with the Suffer Club is is self um, uh, self pushing myself and bettering myself. And a lot of times in religion, uh, or, you know, following Christ or whatever your is, is bettering yourself, right? That's, that's why we do it, because it's something that calls us to be better than what we are. And I know for me, myself, as it's related to the athletics, or my mood, or my mannerisms, or my behavior, I can be better. And it's just what my faith has kind of taught me. It's taught me to just, hey, don't expect me to be as good as I am today because I can be better tomorrow. And with the Suffer Club, that's, that's honestly what it is. It's finding how deep. Um, I have a bunch of different stories and encouragement that I've done. But I had this idea that, you know, when you're in the dark, um, you know, there's no light in the dark. But your eyes do this unique thing where they dilate. And uh, it doesn't mean that there's any light there. It just means that the light that is there is more transparent. It's more visible. And so for me, a lot of times when I'm running crazy distances or, um, you know, pushing myself beyond what I should, it's really to find out where's that light? How can I stay in the dark longer, right? How can I make myself see an exit so I can get out of it because life is going to be tough guys. Like it's life is not easy. Right. And so for me, I use my athletics and use my running and use my cycling to just kind of toughen myself up because the life, life is going to punch me. And I think it's an easy way because when I'm running, running a long distance, I can sit my butt on the ground and my wife can come pick me up. But when life's hard, you can't sit down, right? You got to keep going. And uh, that's just kind of, that's you know with my faith my faith has has taught me that it's it's been something that is the backbone of maybe why i'm doing what i'm doing but um you know i i i just have this belief that we can be the best versions of ourselves if we want to push forward and progress and and really push ourselves to a limit that a, a lot of us are uncomfortable to push to so
0: well, i think um you know to 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 put a spiritual application um cap on on what you're saying i think you know uh those of us who are believers um you know our strength comes from the external spirit um right. who who allows us to be uh the better version of ourselves because us in the flesh um isn't sufficient but right. you know relying on the strength of god and the strength of this, the the holy spirit that yeah. um we can be better and we can do things supernaturally through the spirit that you normally couldn't do. Right. And so, less of me equals a better me because sure. <laughs> less of me equals more God, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. um, I, I really appreciate and connect with what you're saying. Um, you know, for those who don't know, and it'll, it'll go back to running 101, t- yeah. tell us about ultra running and what defines ultra running versus hey, is a marathon an ultra run? Or if I go out and run 10 instead of five, is that an ultra run? Tell us about ultra running and, and that community and, and what makes it up.
1: Man, I will tell you, um, the ultra, I love, first off, the running community is amazing. Uh, the cycling community, especially road cyclists, they get a bad rap, but the running community, man, you could start, uh, from, you know, barely being able to, you know, walk uh, a driveway and they're like, Oh dude, this is awesome. Right. They're so encouraging. The ultra community is on a whole different level. Like it's, you know, I, I, because I was not a runner because I was not an athlete in high school and, and then in my later years of life, I, I wasn't built this way. So, you know, I could run a distance and push myself really hard and I would gut myself, but there was just something about the ultra running, um, and and uh, wisdom of walking, <laughs> that's the one thing in ultra running is different because uh, a lot of ultra runners walk the hills and it's wisdom. And so if I was going to tell anybody what's the difference, um, r- road runners they uh, walking is kind of like dnfing. It's, it's it's like stopping. But in ultra running, if you stop, you're like, oh man, this guy's smart. He knows what he's doing. Like you know, it's a that that's really the difference between it. Um, ultra running, I, I think it consists of. Uh, A 50 K is like the lowest and that would be, you know, farther than a marathon. And, um, and, you know, it's a much slower pace. um, But there are people out there that are crazy fast. Uh, A good friend of mine uh, that works at the ultra running company. He's the one who got me started. So I give a lot of credit to the ultra running company, Uh, Jonathan Fariati. He, he really taught me how to run. They took me onto a treadmill. They got me shoes. They videoed me. They showed me my stride. They showed me how to reduce impact in my knees and my hips so that I could run longer and stay on my feet longer. So from that foundation, um, you know, uh, finding great pairs of shoes, uh, I figured out that I was a wide foot at the age of uh, 28 years old that I had been wearing like narrow shoes and had blisters all the time. And, uh, you know, they got me on a pair of Injinji socks, which is basically the only sock I own now. Um, and, uh, you know, they're I, awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're incredible. And so then they worked me through some hokas and then got me on some ultras and then, uh, topos and like, they, they've really helped me evolve in my running. Nathan, the owner there, um, if you ever come across him in the trail, he's just a super nice, humble, very, uh, he's an extreme athlete. He's on a different level, like than anybody else that I know he doesn't act like he's on a total different level. And that's the thing with the ultra running community that i really enjoyed. They can be like guys that can run for, you know, 200 miles. And then they'll, they're willing to go out and do a 5k with you at, a, at a, you know, 11 minute pace, you know, 12, 15, whatever, just, just to be there. Right. They, they love it. So um, the ultra running community is a great community. Um, if you ever want to get into running, it's in the trail. So there is a little bit of hazards and, but you learn how to pick your feet up. And, and, you know, uh, it's got a little bit different technique, but I I love it. I I love it a lot.
0: Do you have a uh, favorite ultra that you have completed? Is there, is there the Boston marathon of ultras that you've competed in, or is there just a a favorite because of the scenery or the, the, uh, well, unfortunately,
1: Unfortunately, I'm a uh, a newbie and I'm also um uh a little frugal. And so the the only ultras that I've ever actually done is the Whitewater Center and the Uari one hundred K. I love the Uari one hundred K. Like the I, I want to do the hundred miler, um, and but I've done a lot of like what I consider fun runs. I'll just leave my house in Kannapolis, North Carolina, and then run to Charlotte. And so uh, I did that in December just a solo fun run. Uh, I ran to, uh, 50 miles and, um, tried to do it in around 10 hours. And so I want to do the, the URI again. I really enjoyed that. Um, I document most of my runs and so I will do more. Uh, I'm, I'm currently training for a hundred miler, um, and I'm going to do a hundred this year. And, uh, so yeah, that's, I want to do more of them. I'd love to do like western states one day that's like you know that's like a pinnacle um but yeah i I, i've only been running now uh a few years like six years seven years so yeah only seven years
0: right (laughs) that's good yeah um and so the the western states is kind of the the pinnacle of ultras right that's the bottom marathon right of, yeah there
1: you go it's the oldest one um, in it's 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 an oldest one and it's uh point to point and so most ultras they're just loops you know because there's not a hundred miles or 50 miles of you know a one direction but the uh, western states is from one starting point to the next and so um yeah it's a, be a nice one
0: it's real cool well good In Charlotte. So I know you mentioned like your, your fun run is 50 miles from Kannapolis to Charlotte, but where else do you train? Like, do you, are you a greenways guy? Are you always on the
1: trails? So I I work off of Clanton road um, in Charlotte. And so a lot of times I'll run uh, the belt loop. Um, I'll also, uh, I love Rocky river. Um, It's in Concord, North Carolina. Um, And so it's a great trail, um, to run at. Um, it's rocky and, uh, but it's got a lot of uh, terrain and a lot of elevation. So I really enjoy running there. Um, I'll run there late at night. Um, when I run, uh, but I, I, really, uh, I live in Kannapolis. Like I said, and Kannapolis running community is exploding. Um, it's the revitalization of the downtown. They put a ballpark in downtown and they've got a good, Uh, running support. So me and a bunch of friends will run from there. Um, And and I normally just run from my house, but a lot of my uh, running community is located here in Charlotte. And so I have a lot of friends. Uh, I got a running group that is from Elevation and man, those guys are crazy fast. They're a lot faster than I am. So we we're currently at this uh, moment trying speed work. And so it's my first time doing track work. And man, these guys are ripping my legs off. Like, <laughs> I'm the biggest guy of the group. I'm probably 30 pounds heavier than all of them, and i have been doing keto for like, you know, three months, and I'm still 30 pounds heavier than these guys. They're they're like, yeah, crazy fast. So, but I'm getting there. I've yep. I was able to do Definitely. my first six minute mile, which was exciting. Oh, yeah, Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was it was smoking. There you go. It was raining and the I'll wind tell was. You speed workouts
0: are for me I've I've always hated them the most but I've also loved them the most and what I mean by that is um you know while you're doing them you just they're so darn hard and you feel like throwing up and you just you want them to be over um but when they are over the benefit you know you feel better oh, all day long cuz psychologically you've done a speed workout and you know there's benefit to it and I... um so it's the it's, to me it's the most productive workout and the most beneficial to any whether you're training for a five k or a hundred mile or speed workouts are are if you want to perform at your best you got to do a speed workout right or yeah. one a week
1: yeah so it, it it goes back to the the that new threshold you know with a speed workout especially with the suffer club you know I, my goal is to continue to push myself beyond what I can do and the speed workout is a great example of that. It's like a practical example of what I've tried to to promote is you don't think you can run at this pace. Well, you can't for a mile, but you can do it for 15 seconds. You can do it for 30 seconds. And so, you know, at this moment, we're doing 15 seconds on at a, you know, 9.5, 10 pace and then doing 45 seconds off and then back at it again, just to hit it as hard as we can. And that's a lot of what the Suffer Club is. It's like, hey, let's find that threshold. Let's find that wall that we think is the limit. And then let's push up against it. And we realize that it's not actually a wall. It's actually like this fake curtain that you can like push through. And it looks like a brick wall, right? It's like what you see in the cartoons. And the speed workout is a great example of that. Because I would have never told you that I would have ever got to a 608 minute mile. Like I would have never. But the speed workout showed me, okay, Aaron, you can extend your stride. You can lift your knees higher. You can you know, those fast twitch muscles in your hip, you can activate those. And so, okay, you can do it for 15. Now can we do it for 30? Now can we do it for 40? Oh, we, we just did it for six minutes. Okay. Well maybe, maybe this sub 20 minute 5k is, you know, for this 38 year old man you know, maybe that's a possibility. And so like those things you start to they're stepping stones. And you know, would I have ever thought that I could ride the Blue Ridge Parkway from one side to the other? No. But I went and rode Mount Mitchell and that was like, Oh, maybe I could do this. So then, you know, I picked a week and my uh friend dropped me off and two of my buddies. We rode from one side of the Blue Ridge Parkway on our bikes, cowboy camped in people's yards, and you know, ate snacks and kept riding and rode 470 miles on a bicycle, but we didn't start, you know, just like doing it in one day. We, it was something that we worked up to and each level of encouragement, each level that we beat gave us encouragement to attack that next level. And uh, that's why I love, that's why I love what I'm doing. Like it just, it compounds.
0: That's awesome. How how can uh so can well first of all can can anyone join the supper club? Oh, right thank now yeah. I said suffer. so yeah. can anyone join the suffer club?
1: Oh a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like what we tell people is if you go out and walk a mile, ten feet, you're a part of the suffer club. We tell people the hardest thing that you're ever going to do. Is lace up your shoes and make the decision to walk out. Like walk out and go run. Like it's the hardest. Yeah. Like you like me right now to go run, you know, three miles, you, you know, guys, you're runners. You like, you know, some days you don't feel like it, but you at least know what it's going to do. You know what your body's going to react. That first day that somebody puts, you know, decides all day long. We were like, hey, you're a part of the suffer club. Like, it's we celebrate the people that start the journey more than we do the people that run 50 miles. Cause you're, if, if 50 miles, look, yeah, you need some encouragement, but you don't need it. Like the people that are running one mile. And that's, that's what we, you know, that's, that's what we we do. We try to support and, and give the encouragement to the people that actually need it. And, uh, the people that are starting, they need the encouragement. Um, you know, I, I have a web, uh, a url that takes you to my youtube channel it's really kind of how i uh, promote i love sharing people's stories i'm a videographer and motion graphics artist by trade so i always have a camera with me and i'm always you know documenting a story trying to tell a story help people encourage people with the story so uh, the website is the dot club and the dot club would you know like replace.com but so the club and it'll take you to the YouTube channel um, and where I, I just try to encourage people. That's really all I'm trying to do is, you know, share people's stories, uh, make the story where you can connect if you're running day one or you're a ultra runner and you, do, you see what I do and you're like, oh, that's, yeah, that's baby stuff. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to do is, you know, find on ramps to encourage people to keep digging, uh, to keep pushing. And um, it's, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You
0: know, the you you brought up an excellent point and all that. And thanks for all the information on how to connect. But um, kind of close with this thought. And I, I think about it every time I, I go out for a run and I don't feel like it. Right. Um, the miracle is not that I finished. It's that I started. And that That's was right. John Bingham, who is also known as the Penguin, um, retired writer and uh, speaker. Um, but he had such an such an influence in the '90s and early 2000s um, when he would tell his story, and he would talk about that very thing. that The tough part is getting out of the out out the door and starting. Right. It's not finishing. And once you get started and you're out the door, you know, I, I feel that too. You know I get I I get to that next mailbox and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm yeah. glad I got out. Yeah. I started, and I'm not going to stop now until I'm done with whatever my uh, right. route is for the day.
1: Yeah, so, I, I wish people okay. understood the mental uh, clarity and the mental benefit they got from running. The physical is going to come, mm-hmm. but if people could understand the mental, like the mental success that you get, and the mental, um, uh, gosh, the like, uh, Discipline. appreciate. Yeah, the appreciation, like how you feel, you, it, it's a confidence boost. Like, you could go out and run a mile. Like, if you're, if you're depressed today and you're listening to this, look, go out and walk yourself a mile. Like, you're going to say, there's no way I can do it. But go out, and I guarantee you, when you finish, you're going to feel better about yourself. And that's just the reality. It's just what happens. When I'm feeling bad about myself, you know what my wife says? Hey, go, run, go ride your bike or go run. She knows yeah. that it's the easiest way for Aaron to change his mood and behavior by to go out and gut himself while he's running. And like, I'll come back and I'm yeah. like, Oh, you know, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because a recent study found that um, for runners or, or people that get out the the best part of their day is that time they spent running, whether yeah. it's in the morning or the evening. And, you know, you sound like a very goal-oriented and Jeff I know you're a goal-oriented guy and I I I'm very goal-oriented too and I think you know start out by by setting small goals say I'm going to run or walk five days this week or I'm going to walk all seven yeah just see where it takes you yep. and I, I I think I I started that last year I started just like what if I ran every day for the rest of the month and I you know halfway through that I'm like this is really easy this is going to be easy and so I set a A a longer goal that ended up being over a hundred days in a row, and I'd never done that. I'm not not typically a streaker. Um, It's awesome, but for that's nothing compared to some of these guys out there. I talked to guys like Bill Shires, who's an ultra marathoner too, and he's got like he doesn't have a hundred. He's got a hundred years in a row. Like he's got he's been running every day for twenty years. And uh, there's a guy in Concord. But
1: anyway, there's a guy in Concord that has. I think he's now 1,600 days of doing a 5K. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. incredible. It's crazy. But
0: it, but it starts off with a small goal. You know, right. he didn't start out, I would right. bet, he didn't start out by saying, I'm going to run 1,600 days in a row. I bet he started out saying, I wonder if I could run 10 days in a row. Yep. All right. I wonder if I could make that 25. I bet yep. I could make it 50. Yep. Let me try 100. That's awesome. And, and uh, you're you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish if you put your mind to it. So, yes, sir. I, I I really appreciate you coming on. I I love your story. I, I love the the faith journey you've been on. Um, yeah, uh, it's just amazing. And uh, for those who want to connect one more time, how do we get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, it's the suffer.club. It's a YouTube channel, um, and uh, you know we have T-shirts, but at this moment, we just kind of give them away. And so it's kind of normally where I'm at, I I give out the Suffer Club t-shirts. And so, um, yeah, reach out to me on uh, comment on one of the videos and or subscribe. And I I would love that to connect. I love sharing people's stories as well. So if you've got a, uh, you know, an encouraging story, and you would love to share it, um, you know, for your own personal archiving purposes, reach out to me on the YouTube. I, I love making videos. I love sharing people's stories. So uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate the opportunity today guys to, to kind of share what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. The running around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K and One Mile Events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your hosts Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte released every week.